Hello, 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 and welcome finally to another episode of Break the Cycle with me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Monday night. Man, it's been a crazy week. Uh, it's been an absolute insane week for me. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I didn't even get to take a shower after work today. I just finally got moved back into my own house after a week of staying at our landlord's because we all almost died from uh, toxic uh, carbon monoxide poisoning um, that we didn't know we were getting. And so uh, my family of nine were very, very lucky to get some kind of weird whiff of something. Uh, and decided to call the landlord, and uh, the landlord decided to call the power company, and the power company came over after we evacuated the house and told us basically that we were sitting in a house full of carbon monoxide. And that's why we were all feeling very sick, not that we were getting a cold like we thought, and uh, so we all had to go to the hospital, all nine of us, get oxygen. Uh, they had to draw the, even the baby's blood, man, that's a hard one. It's rough, and uh, so it was a rough week. Uh, we stayed at the house for the week because the furnace had some kind of catastrophic failure, um, and, uh, and, uh, it was just filling the house with carbon monoxide. So the landlord was gracious enough to put us up in his like basement apartment, which was, uh, is like 1700 square feet or something like that. And, um, uh, let my family and nine stay in there and, uh, watch movies for the week. And, uh, he put in a whole new furnace and AC for us. He's very, very gracious, wonderful man who, uh, was very nice to take care of my family like that, but I'm back home. Uh, so hopefully shit will stop happening. Uh, to me and my family, and we can get this show rolling again five nights a week. That's the goal. Uh, but we do have a great show for you tonight. Uh, of course, I want to start off with some sponsors. We got TopLobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend, and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great. It didn't have to be this way. Uh, Ron Paul hoodie that you see me wearing tonight by using BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or uh, become a member of the YouTube channel. Guys, seriously, become a member. Help the show uh, help you. Uh, but also you get into the uh, private Discord server where you can get all the Top Lops' new gear up to two weeks before it goes to the general public at like a 30% discount. I know he's got a brand new Christmas sweater out, ugly Christmas sweater. He put out a couple of new uh, pieces of gear over the last couple of weeks. Got some really great stuff, man. So definitely check it out. And, you know, he is our guest tonight. So uh, maybe he'll tell you more about what he's got going coming up. And, of course, we have executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job uh, that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Seriously, guys, if you own a business, go check out anthemplanning.com. I can't stress this enough. They are going to be able to help you. They're wonderful, amazing, beautiful people uh, who who could really um, uh, do some great things for your business and, and you know any kind of emergency and crisis planning needs you need. Uh, so check them out. Uh, guys, like I said, my guest tonight is my good friend, my partner on the show, uh, the, the, the hand of God when it comes to drawing for this movement. He is Mr. Top Lobster. Sir, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Josh, man. It's good to see you. Good to see you again. I'm glad you're alive. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's it's, it's still it's shit. it's still like one of those things, you know, like it was funny because my landlord called me. He like left here and he called me and he's like, Hey man, uh the the power company's telling telling me to tell you to evacuate the house like right away to get out of the house right away. And at this time we just thought it was like you know, a gas leak. You know, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. If there's a gas leak in the house, we should probably get the fuck out, you know, in case a, 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 a spark happens and we all go up in flames, right? And so we got out, you know, and, and then the power company comes over uh, within the hour. And this is that, you know, we were an hour away from bed, top. You know what I mean? Like, we were going to go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, the kids, everybody, we were all going to go to sleep. And uh, so I got the, I got the kids and, and the dog and, and everybody out of the house. And I, I got the kids in the van with uh, Julia and uh, they took off. They were going to go up to the store or something. And I waited out front for the power company with the dog. And it was like 25 degrees outside. And then the landlord's wife shows up and uh, and uh, the power guy comes in and he go, walks in the house. He goes, ooh, uh, well, I don't know if there's a gas leak, but nobody can come in here. Uh, there's very, very high levels of carbon monoxide. In fact, uh, we are by law required to tell you that you and your family need to go to the hospital right away. Like right now. And, and so, you know, I'm like, at first I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like, I'm like, well, how does that even pop? We have CO monitors throughout the entire house. I mean, literally in, in where we live in the city we live, it's required in every single room of the fucking house. Right. And we have them. They work. I know. I mean, they, they, they're on, you test them, they work, you know? And, uh, yeah. and so, uh, I called Julia. I'm like, yo, uh, the power guy is telling me that we need to go. We all need to go to the hospital. And she kind of giggled for a second, you know, and I don't think the weight of the weight of what was going on really had like caught us yet. You know what I mean? And, uh, 
And so we got to the ER and they start checking our, our, our carbon monoxide levels in our body, right? They start with like a finger test, kind of like when they check your, your blood oxygen. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, we all had elevated levels and then me and my 10 year old were like the highest and, uh, they had to take blood from everybody, even the babies. And then they had us all on oxygen, including the babies. And it was like, it started to set in, you know, I'm like, holy shit. And then the doctor's like, yeah, man, if you guys would have went to sleep tonight, that would have been it. You guys would have been done. You would have been dead. All nine of you would have been dude. done. And now it's like setting in a week later. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like we were an hour. I was literally like, all right, you guys got, you guys got 45 minutes. You got to get upstairs and brush your teeth and get ready for bed. Like I had already said that, you know what I mean? And we would have went, to, we would have went upstairs thinking, you know, we all got colds and we're all getting a little sick, you know, one's got a cough. Julia was sick the day before I, I had been sick for like three days. You knew I, I even canceled a couple shows. I missed, I missed work for two days because I felt sick. You know, my lungs were hurting. I was coughing. My, I'm still congested. Uh, it was, it was pretty, I had really bad brain fog. I was like, there's no way I can do my show. I can't even fucking think, you know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and come go to figure, come to, uh, figure out that. Uh, uh, there was a slow leak and so it was slowly leaking in the house making us sick and then the furnace had catastrophic failure so like this there's a glass piece on there that broke completely Mm. and so like it was just filling the house up with co uh, co at at that evening i mean it was just filling it up that break that broke when you when you like turn the heat on something with the with the yeah something with the furnace so it was just it was already like cracked or something and it was slowly leaking carbon monoxide in the house instead of venting it out like it's supposed to yeah. And uh and uh so slowly doing that and then it went full catastrophic and just filled the house. So we were already getting sick from it over the the several days prior, but now we were on a path to completely displacing oxygen and dying. And so it was it was scary. It's scary shit, dude. Like to just to think about it. Like, you know, now I'm like, fuck, dude, we like we we'd have been on the front of the newspaper, family of nine dies in house, you know what I mean? Jesus. Well, let me let me give the viewers a little background into into my uh, my history. Before I became such an illustrious truck driver and your beloved artist, <laughs> I was in a, <laughs> I, I majored in uh, fire protection and management. So I did. I mean, man, maybe two final reports on carbon monoxide poisoning and then other kind of like d- different fires where people get stuck in and there's no means of egress. But yeah, it's one of the things that like I get freaked out about. So le- let me tell you what happened. You, you texted me about like one in the morning and you were like, dude, yeah. <laughs> we're in the hospital. We're in my neighbor's, uh, in my, in my landlord's, uh, basement apartment, like shit's going crazy. And I was like, Oh my God. And I turned to my wife and I, I woke her up, I guess. And I was like, yo, let me tell you what happened with Josh. And, and, and I told her and immediately she goes, you know, there's a funny, there's a funny smell coming from Oliver's room, my son's room. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> I go in there. We smell like I take the baby out. I wake him up, and I was like, "What the fuck? What are we even doing?" She called the she called the fire department the next day to come and look in the house, and obviously it's nothing. But like she was just completely freaking out about it. Yeah, dude. Well, and it's it's crazy. if If you look at the stats, dude, like this is a very rare thing. Like it doesn't happen. It's not something that happens all the time, constantly. I mean, it's pretty rare, dude. You know what I mean? But it does happen. You know, and uh, it happens enough. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And and but I went and told my next door neighbors too. And then our next door neighbors like, you know, I've been having a headache for the last couple of days too. I'm like, listen, it's this is very rare. <laughs> this, this is not something that just happens like to two neighbors at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, um, but we, you know, we could all be dead, dude. Like that's that's a legit thing, man. Hey, Drew Hancock, what's up, man? Thanks for the fifteen dollars super chat, dude. He said, uh, glad you guys are safe, Josh. Top Lobster looks even more handsome than normal tonight. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Oh, Drew I know. Hancock. Thank you. Drew Hancock's such a good dude, man. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, That's an odd metric, right? $15. Usually it's like 5 or 20 or 15 Where did you... That's just Drew, man. What is that Well, well so so the yeah. Super Chats, it, it really depends on how much you want to write in the Super Chat, typically. Right? Oh. You get, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. you can get... The more you pay, the longer your Super Chat can be. So that's how Super Chats work on here. But he didn't go... Uh, he didn't even go over the $5 limit, but he did throw 15 So that's nice. Thank you, Todd. Thank you what so much, Drew. Yeah. I love, I love you guys. I love you guys uh, supporting and helping us out, man. Really means a lot to us. Uh, John Howe, man, what's up, brother? Five dollars super chat. He said, "I got to scoot and have nothing to add because it hadn't started yet." So, uh, how twenty twenty dot com. Thanks, Lobster, for the art. Yeah, man, John, you're 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 awesome, dude. Definitely go check out John. He's running against uh, uh, Ocasio Cortez, man. Yeah, and uh, I guess that would be Long Island City, yeah, or maybe Queens, so, right? somewhere over there. I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah. Good luck, man. She's a, I don't think she got, she's not as popular as, as she seems not here at least. So he might have a shot of, of doing something or shaking something up there. Yeah. Well, she's more popular. Yeah. I mean, the Republican party ain't shit in New York anyways. You know, not certainly yeah. not New York city. No. And, and he, but her, her grassroots support is not really from here. She's like more around the country. Sure. People like her or they hate her because she's so polarizing, but the people in New York, they don't, they're not motivated to go out and vote for her. I think, I think she beat uh, the last person of the incumbent, and it was just like nobody showed up. Right. You know? Yeah. She's probably got so, way more supporters in California than she does over in New York. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess her goal is ultimately to do something uh, federally rather than the, this kind of like small stake stuff. So, of course. Of course. And, her, and she's already yeah. fucked over her constituents in New York. I mean, in her district, you know, with the killing the like Amazon that. Thing. Yeah. The big Amazon deal that would have gave, it would have gave so many good jobs there, man. And, you know, yeah. it, you can't. You know, I, I get it. You're a communist and you want to fuck over corporations, but you were you just you just ruined jobs for fucking twenty thousand people. You're an idiot. You're fucking stupid. Yeah, and that that area back there, like Long Island City, that's all. Uh, it's all like industrial, so there's warehouses and shit like that. But if that deal would have went through, you would have saw. I mean, it would have affected everything from yeah. like just corner stores to the housing market. There would have been people building houses everywhere or at least like you know renovating some of these places into apartments because then they you know amazon will bring their people from where the fuck they come from and yeah she (laughs) she really blew that but you know whatever she's an idiot man but you know what what do you expect from commies that's just how it works uh dude did you i bet you didn't spend five hours last night listening to the lnc meeting did you no not at all i saw that it was happening i was like nope Thanks, dude. Thanks for the support. Tell me about it. I appreciate it. Dude, it was it was so bad, dude. So it was a special a special meeting to bring up the situation revolving around the Libertarian Party of Delaware. Uh, I know mm-hmm. most of my listeners are probably familiar. I've had uh Amy Lapore, who's executive producer of this show, uh owner of anthoplanning.com. Uh she it was the rightful elected Vice Chair of the Libertarian Party of Delaware, Bill Hines, the, the rightfully elected chair. Uh, Dave Casey was one of the reps on the board. Um, and uh, and he, all three of those people have been on my show. Uh, great people. I love them to death. They uh, were unilaterally, unilaterally removed by like three members of the board, uh, including this guy that's now calling himself the chair of the Libertarian Party of Delaware. Uh, he's pretty much the king of the dorks, Will McVeigh. Um <laughs> And so, Tim McVeigh. Yeah, name? no, Will McVeigh. He's not near his base. So, kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's it's a completely different kind of nerd, dude. Um, no, <laughs> I'm. You know, I I don't I don't praise Tim McVeigh like some people online. So, um, yeah, I, you know, he killed children. I'm not a big fan of that, obviously. Um, no, but uh, so so King of the Dorks uh, basically just did something in the shadows. Uh, admits it was unethical. Uh, says he doesn't know. He thinks he's pretty sure it followed the bylaws, but some people think it didn't really follow, follow the bylaws. And so we called this special meeting. Let's see what we can do about it. Uh, the motion was made to recognize the correct leadership of the party that was elected by the, by the state party. That failed, you know, and, and, and as soon as that failed, I knew it was, you know, I knew what was going on. How did that fail? failed? The LNC board members voted it down. Is that how it fails? Uh-huh. Oh, holy shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, so, you know, the, the motion was made uh, by Pat Ford, who's the Region 8 rep, or the Region 8 alternate, but Richard Bowen had to take off from New Jersey. Pat Ford's from Rhode Island. Great guy. He's the chair of the Rhode Island State Party. He made a motion. He said, look, whether it was bylaw specific or not, we have to recognize a party. We should recognize the party that, uh, you know, the, the leadership that was that was uh, uh, elected by the body of the party. Right. And so, sure. uh, he made the motion, obviously I spoke on it. You know, I said, you know, this is what we need to do. We need to stand up to this. We can't be letting corruption just infect our party everywhere. And, uh, and it failed man. And I knew it was going to fail, you know, and it only needed a simple majority. So f- only 50% of the people that voted need to, to, to get it to pass. And we couldn't even get that. Uh, so, so, no, there, wait, their initial reasoning for kicking out Dave Casey and, and Amy Lepore is is because it's the same reason like they're because they're Nazis. Is that why? No. So so they their stated objections with these people. Uh, uh, Dave Casey's an asshole. 
That was their their cause for removing Dave Casey. And Dave Casey is an asshole, but he's our asshole. You know what I mean? Like he's, I love he's my asshole. I love yeah, that's my asshole, right? No, I love <laughs> I love Dave Casey. He's literally one of my favorite people in the movement, right? Uh he's 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 awesome. I don't know that I ever heard a reason for them removing Amy Lapore. Uh she is spot on, very well spoken, uh, not super um uh, into fighting and stuff like that. She's, you know, you, you've seen her on my show. She's been yeah. on my show twice. She's, she's a sweetheart. She's amazing. Uh, their reason for kicking out Bill Hines were they said that he was incompetent uh, and he took too long to get back to them on motions and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, and they they said this on the call, it's because they're Mises Caucus. Mm. You know, okay. Will McVeigh, King of the Dorks, hates the Mises Caucus, right? Like this, he just doesn't like the Mises Caucus. So he found his little his little way in. He wasn't elected to to be a chair. He wasn't elected on the board. He just was the rep from his his county because you know Delaware's only got three counties, right? And yeah. uh, so he just happened to be the rep because he was the chair of his county. And uh, so he pulled a couple little strings, did a little couple shady things in the dark, and removed these people. And then said, "We're the we're the rightful leadership now." But he went further, and they destroyed their bylaws and basically disaffiliated all twenty one hundred members of the entire state party. <laughs> Okay, and said now if you and then made a new bylaw that basically says, okay, us as a state board have to approve you becoming a member of the of the state party. Okay, so here's the move, right? Let them be the Libertarian Party of Delaware, and then the actual Libertarian Party just makes a whole new Libertarian Party of Delaware with those two thousand members. Right. Well, so that's yeah. what. So that's what. So so the you know this. There was basically like a Hail Mary that we had in the wings. If that fails, we're going to make a motion to disaffiliate. Just disaffiliate the Libertarian Party of Delaware entirely from the National Party. Let them sort it out and 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 pro, you know send proposals for who's the, the legit party. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dustin Nana, who's the rep from Ohio, who's amazing. I love Dustin. He's a great kid. Uh, he can be a little blue pilled on things sometimes, but he's pretty he's pretty based, dude. He's a lot more based than people give him credit for, and uh, and uh, so he made the motion. I seconded the motion, uh, but a motion to disaffiliate needs three quarters of the vote. <laughs> so, oh. you know, it's a shot in the dark. Well, so, now it is. But yeah. what are they going to do in January? Yeah, right. And so and so I. Uh, you know, I spoke to the motion and I said, look, we don't have, I, I, and I said this, you can go to the YouTube. I mean, this is whole live stream. There's five hours of it. Towards the end, I, I come on and I go, look, we didn't have the balls or the lady balls. I said this, the balls or the <laughs> lady balls to stand up to blatant corruption from the Libertarian Party of Delaware. And, you know, I've heard it said on the call repeatedly over and over and over again that our only, we only have two options, you know, uh, do nothing or recognize the the correct affiliate. Well, that there is no do nothing option. Doing nothing uh, automatically, you know, is us saying that we agree with the other party, you know, this party that mm-hmm. came in and usurped the party. And since we didn't have the balls to to recognize the correct affiliate or the lady balls. I didn't want them to think I was a misogynist, so I said the lady balls the too. The memories. Right. <laughs> uh, we need to just go ahead and disaffiliate. I mean, it's and let them figure it out. If we're going to let them figure it out, then we need to let them figure it out, not stay involved with them, recognize the yeah. other party by effectively doing nothing, and then and then say, oh, we washed our hands of it. That's bullshit. It's cowardless. It's cowardice. It's spineless. It's snake bullshit. It's it's you either support blatant corruption or you support do, things being done the right way. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, I think we had six votes to disaffiliate or seven votes to disaffiliate. It wasn't enough. It failed. Um, and then they made a motion to adjourn and they took off without doing a single fucking thing. <laughs> After being asked by the Libertarian Party of Delaware to do something, uh, they did absolutely nothing, man. And it just. I was pissed. I, I dropped in the chat on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, I think it's on zoom. I dropped in the chat, just a bunch of spineless coward snakes and then just took off. Like I was so mad, dude. I fuck, I fucking hate these people. And you know, uh, I'm I, sure, I'm sure like some of the lose, most of the loser brigade were there, right? Oh dude, I there, mean, was, there, was, there was, there was, thou- there was, there was, there was, uh, hundreds and hundreds and uh, there's a thousand people, uh, in the gallery watching like in on the zoom call. And yes, yeah. Archie Flowers was there. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Big Tits McWalmart Burger was there. Um, fuck, I mean, I, every, yeah, everybody. John Hudak was on the call. I mean, they're all. They're, everyone was there. All the all the losers were there. Like, 
you know, chanting like, yeah, disaffiliate or, you know, fucking kick out the, the, you know, the Mises guys. It's like, you guys aren't libertarians. You're fucking idiots. You know what I did? Let me tell you what I did yesterday. And hopefully some of these losers are watching. Um, so when that was happening, I said, I could, I can click this, but I remember last time I clicked that was for Karen Ann Harlos when they kicked her out. And I said, I just don't want to do this to myself again. Cause it's frustrating. Oh dude. It's so it's, it's rough. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no. The last call I was on was the one for you, whether they were deciding on the vice, uh, Oh, for the, the, chair? the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Interim chair. Yeah. yeah. And it was just really bitch. Oh, what do they call it? Does Reed say bitch cuck fuck? Yeah. Bi- bitch yeah, fuck cucks. <laughs> Bitch, fuck, cuck stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was disgusting. Hold on, let me drop that meme right here. Here we go. Oh, you took it out. Oh, that's all right. What? Red pill. Yeah, the the uh, the BFC meme. I think. I was... Anyway, um, so instead of like joining that call and listening mm-hmm. to these guys talk about the LNC or this and that, I went ahead and I uh, I went on the Mises merch page uh, for the Mises caucus and their shopify and i i edited some stuff for them and i got some prices right and i fixed it up and i made this dope new sweater it's a ugly christmas sweater with ron pole their ron pole design that says be brave so that's up there so you guys could go ahead and go to mises slash merch store or just uh wherever their store is at and just go buy that shit because instead of watching this nonsense online i was actually doing something right fucking john hudak or whatever walmart burger these guys are a bunch of losers on there. And no offense, I mean, you're on there. That's like your job. But I don't know. Do something. Yeah, fucking it's, it's something. my job. And, and you know, I'm I'm basically to these people, all I am is a fucking firebrand. I had this conversation with Michael Heiss and, and Angela McArdle. We had a phone call the other day because, you know, I'm still running for vice chair of the, of the party, right? Like, I, I still want to be the vice chair of the national committee. And, you know, they, they kind of came out and were talking about working with somebody else and stuff. So, of course, they want to talk to me. And, I you know, Mike's been my friend. Uh, for a long time. I mean, f- five years now, he's been my really good friend. And, um, you know, I understand that the Mises caucus has to go in whatever direction they think is right for the caucus and the party. And I'm going to do what I think is right for the caucus and the party. And so we had a call kind of a, you know, what are you doing? What are you guys doing? How are we going to do? You know what I mean? And uh, I told them, like, I don't even want to go to the next LNC meeting, dude. Like, literally, like, like I have to fly to Boston on the on the third, right, to go to the LNC meeting, to go sit in a fucking room with these people for two days and get absolutely nothing accomplished. And I have to spend $600 to do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like I have to pay for my flight. I have to pay to stay somewhere and eat and all this shit. I don't even want to spend the money. Like, I don't even want, I have fucking seven kids. Why spend the money and go fly to Boston to hang out with these people that are going to fucking do nothing that we want at all? They're going to sit around. I mean, it's partly the budget meeting, so it's important for the budget of the party. And, you know, I would be derelict in my duties if I didn't show up. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just so like this LNC board is is the most blue pilled, corrupt bullshit I've ever seen. And I worked on a board with Nicholas Sarwark for two years, dude. You know what I mean? That's how bad this board is, dude. Like they're they're worse than the Nicholas Sarwark led national committee. They're worse. If you can believe that, they're worse. And we walked out of we walked out of Orlando, uh, you know, this last year, thinking we had a better board, and we didn't, dude. I mean, it's it's way worse, way worse, man. So I just huh. uh, I don't know, dude. I've been so black pilled on the LP recently, you know, and it's like. It's like part of me understands that come May, you know, May 22nd is the national convention. So we're about six months, right at six months away from the national convention uh, in Reno. And that shit's going to be lit. I know it. I know the Meekhawks. Huh? I thought that was January. <laughs> oh, no, no. The national national the national convention's always in the, uh, around the summer. Um, this one's this. Oh, yeah. Yes. I may go then. Yeah, it's going to be May 22nd in Reno in, in Sparks, Nevada. Uh, at the Golden Nugget, dude, and it, you know, I went there for one of our LNC meetings to check out the 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 convention space and the casino and stuff. It's fucking dope, dude. It's a it's going to be probably the most lit national uh, convention they've had for a very very long time, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, if you've never been to Reno, uh, Nevada, it's basically little dirty Vegas, dude. That's exactly what it is. And you're going to bring two thousand libertarians into, <laughs> into that city is going to be wild. absolutely wild, but. It's a really nice hotel, but I know I know that the Mises Caucus is going to be there. I know they're going to show up. I know they're going to take 
just about every fucking position they want to take. I know they've already been taking state boards. They still have a whole nother convention, like state convention season to take more state boards to get more state delegates to the national convention. They're going to be unstoppable, dude. I mean, I know that. I know that the Mises Caucus will be absolutely, incredibly unstoppable in Reno, uh, you know, and, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. But at the same yeah, they kind of already are, right? But at the they're same right, time, it's like I don't want to work with these people currently for the next six months. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. I don't even want to fucking work with them. I literally want to walk in to to the national committee meeting in Boston and just like piss on the floor and flip everyone off and walk out. Like that's that's how bad I hate these. Like they Valerie fucking Sarwark, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a you know, and Laura Ebke and 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 Richard Longstreth and all these fucking people. And then you have the people who you thought were your friends, like John Phillips and Aaron Adams, and these people who, you know, moonlighted that they were friend friendlies with all, all these people and they're turning around to be snakes, you know, and, and fucking over rightfully elected boards and 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 basically supporting blatant in the in the direct sunlight corruption. Like you guys these people have like branded themselves as as you know we're radicals and we care about principles and it's like now they're turning around and stabbing people in the back fuck you guys like i don't want to be a part of your here's shit what, here's my suggestion for the next lnc board so whoever's paying attention angela this is what you do when you <laughs> when you vote your your lnc members in you have everybody on tape just how we are right now you got to drop an end bomb so oh, you, you, you can't go back you can't go back to this bitch, fuck, cuck shit. You have it. Like uh-uh. You're held by your word here. Don't this do is a it. ransom. A terrible, terrible <laughs> idea. It. Terrible idea. No, but I'm, I'm, great idea, but I'm serious. Like, 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 look, dude, Karen Ann Harlos is going to Boston, right? She's going to be there, even though she was removed from the board. And she's like, she's like, I'm going to protest. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, I don't, I, I just want to go and protest with Karen Ann Harlos, dude. Like, that's where, you know what I mean? Like. You remove the most consistent person on the fucking board. That's how corrupt you pieces of shit are. You remove the most consistent, principled person on that fucking board because she exposed blatant corruption to the point where three people had to step down from the Libertarian National Committee, including your bullshit, corrupt, blatantly corrupt chairman, right? Had to step down from the National Committee because of her. And you don't think that we can't tell that you're literally punishing her for it? You think that we don't know that you're punishing Karen Ann Harlow's for this, dude? Like, it's very, very, very clear that that was 100% retribution for her blowing up their bullshit on the LNC. And and the people that had voted to remove her, oh, man, I can't wait for your reckoning in Reno. I cannot fucking wait to watch your faces when you realize that this party no longer belongs to you and your corrupt bullshit will no longer stand in the Libertarian Committee ever again. I can't wait. It's going to be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, dude. I wish I had like cameras on everybody's faces when like election results are are, are announced in Reno. It's just going to be the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, but, I mean, do you think they'll be surprised though? It's... They they know what's up. I mean, at this they point, at this point, maybe not. I don't know. Oh, by the way, I'm eating pizza over here, guys, because I I uh, for you guys that don't know, my my relief at work showed up like an hour late, so I got like super super caught up at work and haven't had time to eat or anything like that. So this but, is actually that's a hotel Jesus move. Yeah, you eat while you're podcasting. That's like very strong strong move. Right yeah. There. Well, I I've been doing that for a long time. When I when I used to do Think Liberty, uh, mm-hmm. we had a podcast, and they'd always make fun of me because I'd be eating while we were doing the podcast. It wasn't a video cast, right? So I was like, well, I could get yeah. I could get away with this shit, you know. And they're like, are you fucking eating again? What do you? I'm like, I'm eating meatballs. What do you want from me? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I eat on a podcast yeah, to assert dude, dominance, dude. It was like <laughs> if we did we would record the podcast at like eight o'clock Pacific time. You know, and then they put it out a couple days later, edited. It's like, I'm fucking hungry, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you know when you eat dinner at like five or six at night, right? And then yeah. like, and then like a couple hours later, you're like, well, I need some more of my dinner now. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, you always, <laughs> you always go back to it and like, 
that's what I would do. And it was like right around the time we were recording the podcast. So yeah, if you guys haven't heard those old episodes of the, of the Think Liberty podcast that had like me and Vinnie Marshall and Caitlin Cloven and Lonnie Dupree, I mean, it was, they were fucking, they were funny, dude. That was a good show. I, oh, I missed doing that yeah, show. Yeah, Lonnie Dupree on there, huh? Yeah, dude. He was one of the original cool. founders of Think Liberty with us, dude. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah, he's my buddy, man. And Vinnie Marshall, been my best friend since like freshman year. We don't talk much anymore, but man, I love that guy to death. Uh, I miss him really bad. But you know, you start families and shit changes. So yeah oh yeah, those yeah were, I, know, I know the feel of man those were the good old days that was Actually, like that was the first t- that was like the first like publication podcast shit like i ever did dude it was a lot of fun it was a good time let me ask you a question to uh is it too late to become like a delegate to support you guys uh in reno uh not necessarily no uh you'll have to become a delegate at your state convention that's coming up that's how it oh, works God, yeah so I you'll have to go to the is. new york state convention because you're, uh, you have to join the New York State Party, and then mm. you have to go to your New York State convention, become uh, get voted in as a delegate, and then go to Reno to support. You can do that because the Mises Caucus is very strong in New York, very strong. Yeah, I know, I know the, I know the woman that runs that. I don't know if I'll be in Florida or not, so I don't know, whatever. Let's yeah, see how that works out. Yeah, it'll be fun yeah. though, man. But so, so look, let's get away from this libertarian shit, man. It's thank God. It's just fucking bumming, it's fucking bumming me out, dude. Look, I, I love yeah. the I love the Mises Caucus. I'm a big you know I'm a huge fan of Dave Smith. He's one of the reasons why I do what I do. Uh, I love Tom Woods. I love Scott Horton. I love all the the people that are really you know grinding and taking taking the party over. I did it for four fucking years. I traveled for you know 40 states. I put my whole life up for four years and and did it for the caucus too. Uh, but man, it just bums me out right now. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I can get uh, white pilled on it again come May. So, but let's let's get the fuck away from it. Let's talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, man. That's what we yeah. really that's what we really that's, came to talk about, dude. That's the white pill of all white pills, man. We've been trying to talk about this shit since like last. We thought we thought that there'd be a verdict on Friday, right? Like last yeah, it's like Friday. every day. I'm like, all right, dude. If I'm waiting for a verdict today, if we get a verdict, we're gonna do the show tonight. And then we finally get the <laughs> verdict, and I'm like, yo, dude, we're in the hospital, like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I know dude. I'm ready to go. And then and then tonight and then t- today you hit me up. It was so funny, dude, because you know, uh Julie and I, we only have we have one car, right? We have a, a minivan and we share right now. And so she'll pick she'll drop me off at work and then she'll come pick me up from work after I get off. And uh you know, I, I we talked today and I'm like, you're like, you ready to do the show today? And I'm like, Yeah, dude, hell yeah. You know, barring any other catastrophic events that that try to fuck <laughs> my life up. And uh and uh then I, my my relief doesn't show up at at five thirty six o'clock like he's supposed to, and I'm like, oh no, you got to be kidding me, dude! And I was like, I thought I was gonna have to stay another twelve. I thought I was gonna have to work a twenty four hour shift, bro. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. Thankfully, that didn't happen. Well, is that allowed? Is that allowed under OSHA rules? Yeah. Or we just say fuck I can, OSHA. I can do twenty four hours where I work. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. If there's no one else to cover it, someone has to be covered. It's it's a it's a critical job. So, you know, whatever. Mm. But let's talk about Kyle Rittenhouse, man. Uh, you know, the, the the media demonized this kid for a year. Uh, they called him a white supremacist within a day of this this event. They called him a mass shooter. They said he was guilty of of murder. Uh, you were banned from social media if you said that he didn't do anything wrong. You were, you know, it it was really really insane, man. And uh, and then he was acquitted on all charges, every charge, the gun charge, the cross state lines with guns, the, the reckless endangerment, you know, the two homicides, the, uh, uh, uh attempted homicide, all of it acquitted of yeah. all of it. I mean, what, what, what were you feeling when you heard that, man? Oh man, it was, I felt like Kyle Rittenhouse when I, I watched it live, I was in my truck and I pulled over real quick and like, I was like, holy shit. They, I was I was actually surprised that they did the right thing. But do you think they did the right thing for uh the correct reasons? Or was the I I I I'm not sure if it quite matters. Yeah, dude, I don't know. He uh Yeah, I don't know, man. It's funny because he came out on he came out on uh the Tucker interview and said, you know, I support BLM. Right? He said that? Oh yeah. my god. He said, I, he said, I support their cause. I support BLM. I'm not a racist person. That's what he came out and said this on Tucker. Now, was he coached to do it? Maybe, you know, yeah. we did, we have seen him throwing, throwing up the white power signs, dude. You know, Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Yes. 
Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. But not really. He, we need to, we need in this country, we need to draw like a, a firm line in the sand, which I have done in my mind, at least uh, over the last couple of days. Um, so with the BLM thing, I was at first, I was like, yeah, I get what they're saying. Right. Right. And you're, you're sympathetic to their message or whatever. And then you see the riots and you're like, I don't really like this, but some of them are okay. And, you know, then, then the argument is the organization versus the movement and, and so, so on and so forth. But like what happened with uh, Dave Smith the other day, did you see that shit? Yeah. Those 757 BLM guys. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, you know what? Fuck them all together. I don't, I I'm going to, uh, I'm just, I'm going to be just as dumb as them where they'll say, I don't know. If if you say something they disagree with, you're a Nazi or white supremacist. So fine, I'm going to draw that line for you as well. If you say I like Black Lives Matter, I'm just going to say you're an asshole, yeah. and I'm not I'm not doing this like uh this delineation with you. I'm not figuring out who's the good people, who's the bad people. No, it, we we need to make in my in my mind. I've made a decision where it's like, yo, you say this, we're, we're done. Especially after you threaten Dave Smith, don't don't do that shit, man. Well, it's it's funny. Oh. So, some something you might not know about me. I know Dave does, and some others. I actually uh, last last summer I marched with BLM here in in, yeah. I, in in Des Moines. Right. Well, it was you know there was there was Boog Boys and all kinds of other shit there too. It wasn't it wasn't just BLM. Uh, it was a peaceful march um, to for for uh, to end qualified immunity. It went up to the Capitol steps, where I think is where the fight needs to be taken to. Anyways, you know what I mean. Um, and I was out drinking with my buddy Chris and our other buddy and we were, and we saw the march coming. And so we just left the bar and walked, you know, walked all the way up the street with these people and, uh, and went straight up to the Capitol steps, dude, like straight up to the Capitol steps and then walked down Martin Luther King. They weren't breaking shit. They weren't burning anything. Everyone was really cool. And then this like random guy pops up with like a black mask on all black clothing, gloves, an umbrella, just weird shit. Right. And half the crowd starts chasing this guy, going, "Hey, man, hey, no, nah, dude, no, nah, no." Nah. They said they said he was like some kind of infiltrator there to try and cause uh, chaos, yeah. right? And uh, and so I saw that there are some, there's some good people in this movement. I know that. I know there is. I know there's people that are doing it for the right reasons. I know there's people that want to. But I am now of a firm mind and and a position just like yours, dude. I mean, I I have been called a racist, a Nazi, a bigot, a misogynist. Uh, uh, transphobe, all this shit by the left, by BLM, now by BLM, uh, and and I used to support your fucking causes, bro. You know what I mean? So like, now you can get fucked. Like I, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I, if you if you don't want me to care about your causes, the the best way to make sure that I don't is to talk shit about me, talk shit about my family, call me a Nazi. I will not. I will no longer support your causes. I don't give a fuck how you know what I mean. Like maybe it's a cause that I support already, and I'll support it myself but i will no longer work with you i will if you're not working in good faith i won't work with you if you're hanging out with a group of people that aren't working in good faith david fight if you're you know what i mean like if you're hanging out with the fake fakertarians maybe some of your causes are noble i'm not going to fucking work with you get the fuck away from all those those people who call my family this and that and call me a nazi and shit fuck you and and if you want to hang out with them then get lost get bent i don't want to hang out with you either you know what i mean and it's and it really is how it's how it should be dude I don't want to take a victory lap, but I've never supported Black Lives Matter ever since the beginning. I was like, "Fuck these motherfuckers!" I saw what you did to the city. I hate New York and what they did to this city. I I drove I drove through the mess the morning after, sure. day after day. It's fucking garbage. And uh, I hope libertarians learn their lesson for what happened here. Especially, I know you know he's your boy and everything, but Spike Cohen, like you, these are not your friends. These are not people you can negotiate with. Jordan Peterson, who, who, why I have the name Top Lobster, he says, you never, dude, damn, dude, negotiate. with the heart, you, you did the hard R? 
Hard R. Wow. He says you you don't negotiate with the mob. You don't don't negotiate with people who want you dead ultimately. Because look, here we are a year later. You, you learned a year later, or or Spike learned a year later the shit that we already knew. Right. They when when it comes to something very important like like self defense and what what happened in Kenosha with that with with Kyle Rittenhouse, I don't see how. I don't see, especially after all the evidence that how anybody could say anything about that. But these people will still call. Well, you know, they said Spike's a white supremacist and all this shit. Oh yeah, Spike's, a, Spike's, a, Spike's another Jewish yeah. Nazi now, just like just like uh, Dave Smith mm-hmm. and 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 all kinds of others. It's 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 really bizarre, dude. It's Many like such the, cases. It's you know, I know COVID is a mass psychosis event, right? Like I know I know that COVID has has driven people to this this mass hysteria mass psychosis it's like a it's like a community psychosis that everyone's feel that everyone's just a part of now right and and there's mm-hmm. a few of us out there like me and you and 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 others in, in the liberty movement that are like yo you guys need to fucking cut ties with the matrix because it, there's too there's too many stats out there that that are proving you wrong every fucking yeah. day about the 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 clot shot about uh, the cases about the deaths, about the causes. I mean, there's too there's too much out there for you to just fall in line and believe everything the government tells you. Similarly, similarly, that's not the word I was trying to use, by the way. But uh, on the same on the same foot on the same foot, this Rittenhouse thing, you know, this Kenosha thing was was exactly the same thing. I have interacted with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people online that are 100% convinced he was a neo-Nazi that went to Kenosha to cause trouble, to disrupt the, the Black Lives Matter movement. I have interacted with so many people that thought he went there and killed people of color, black people, uh, people who were protest. You know, I, I have interacted with so many people that think he traveled hours and hours away across state lines, that he illegally had a gun. And I'm talking about after the conclusion of discovery, after the conclusion of evidence, after the conclusion of closing remarks, after the clu- conclusion of the acquittal, after all of this video evidence is out there, these people are still saying these things. And I'm like, all you have to do is Google, dude. Like, it's, it's there. Like, all of the video is there. All You can watch the entire... I watched every minute of the fucking trial. Every single minute of the trial I watched. You know, I, you know, I work 12 hour shifts and I have a lot of downtime at work. I watched every single minute of that trial. You cannot, you cannot tell me that this wasn't a clear cut case of self-defense unless you're a liar or you're ignorant. That is the only two options for you. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That's it. It's very important to note. So that that is the that's the line in the sand or the the clear the, the polarizing moment of when you need to notice that these people are not they're not uh, they're not morally consistent. They're not fundamentally consistent. They're just they're ideological and they'll do whatever they can. So whether that means they'll they'll whether that means that uh, they'll, they'll co-opt the Libertarian Party to further their means because they're not furthering yours, Joe Jorgensen. You got what I don't know five million votes from this, or maybe less. No, dude, she got like and, one, she got like one point six million. Gary Johnson, oh, got, Gary Johnson, Gary Johnson got, got five. Yeah, almost five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you didn't you didn't even get votes, and you actually made less. You made people less libertarian. <laughs> and you were there, useful idiots. Yeah. Enough, enough with this shit already. Say the truth, even if people don't like it. Say the truth, even if you think it's offensive. And just keep keep hammering it home, man, because this isn't getting us anywhere. No. And and it's not even about like for a lot of the people watching, they're like, this is it's not that it's a game, but I think it does seem like a fun game to them where they can go online and they can argue with people. And and if you're winning, you're winning. Right. right? And that's fun. And of course, you know, libertarians are always winning because we have better arguments. But for people for people like us, this is a more important battle. Because we've got kids growing up, right. and our kids are going to inherit inherit this bullshit that we're leaving them. So, I mean, we could we can give a milk toast message as much as we want because it'll keep us safe or make us feel good. But in the end of the day, our kids are going to have to deal with the lies that we didn't confront. Yeah. So that's absolutely please, the truth. For sake. That's absolutely the truth. 
be bold, be brave, talk that Liberty shit. I, I mean, honestly, what do you got to lose at this point? Your fucking Twitter. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> Trust me. It sucks. Make a new one. <laughs> yeah. Amass, amass 20,000 followers and then get that shit pulled out from underneath you, uh, underneath you for saying the word death on Twitter and tell me how you feel. It sucks. But say, say the truth. Don't let them fucking normalize terms like minor attracted person. Don't let them destigmatize pedophilia. Don't let them don't let them tell you a spade is a club because it's fucking not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 if you just if you just normalize these the this this mass psychosis, if you normalize uh people telling you something is something that you know it's not, then that's just how life's going to be for you. That's your fucking new normal. If you don't stick up for it now, that's what you have to look forward to. You, you know, they're going to be they're going to be out in the streets like like the Dutch, right? The Dutch police right now beating the fuck out of us for breaking curfew. You know what I mean? That's that's what's coming. If we continue to just normalize this shit and and just say, "Yeah, it's cool. It's all right. It's okay." And that's what you know, when I when I talk about fighting back on Twitter, you know, when you talk about fighting back, I, I mean, I, I think I speak for both of us here is we could see what's coming. You can look around you and see what's coming. And mm-hmm. and it it's not it's not offense to fight back right now. It's one hundred percent defense. I mean, it's one hundred percent defense. How how much? When is enough enough? When is when is enough enough? I, I mean, is it going to take them fucking welding your door shut? Is it going to take them pulling all of your health care away from you and telling you you can't get health care anymore? Is it going to take, you know, is it going to take you having to let the mob kill you before you say enough is enough? Because I'll tell you, I'm not going to let them attack me. I'm not going to let them kill me. I'm not going to let them uh, uh, weld my door shut and take my health care away. Like, I'm going to fight. You know, that was the most alarming part about that that, that BLM 757 people. They So for them to take the stance against like self-defense of, of Kyle, what Kyle Rittenhouse did, it's basically saying that he they should have let him kill kill him. Oh, 100%. In that situation. Right. So you say that, and then out of out of your same mouth, out of the same mouth, they'll, they'll say, oh, we're going to roll up on you, Dave Smith. What do you think about the Second Amendment, Dave Smith? What do you think about us being in your audience? And it's like, wait, so you're telling me I'm supposed to support you guys and support your narrative that Kyle Rittenhouse should have just, you know, let that guy just beat his brains in with, with a skateboard or kick him in the or head. let the other guy shoot him with a Glock that was running at him or let that pedophile rape him or whatever. I'm supposed to just say yes, okay? Right. Yes, please more. Should I bend over for you? Should I Well, I mean, wake the fuck up, guys. Like this is what they're telling you to do and if you're going to do it, they're going to kill you. Yeah. It's gonna this happen. is not a it's not a game anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it, just, it, 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 it's bizarre. Nobody's ever said it better. I mean, it's it's it really is, you know, as Michael Malice says, dude. You know, they 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 want your submission, they'll settle for your death. That's what it is. Dude. Yeah, that's really what it is. Well, they, oh, I think it's the opposite. <laughs> oh yeah, they want sorry, dead, they want you dead, but they'll settle for your submission. I always get that one mixed up. It's that, the same fucking thing. It's the same. Either one <laughs> yeah. works for them. They want you to but, completely submit to their fairy tales of how life should be, mm-hmm. or they want you dead. And that's yeah. that's not just listen, man. That's just that's not just the leftist that you argue with online. That's your fucking corporate news media. That's your mm-hmm. government. You know what I'm saying? That's your academia. That's your academia. That's your your corporations. Your social media companies. They want you submissive or dead. And if you look around you, and if you put them all together, it's very clear to see. It's very clear to see. If your yeah. ideas do not align with their fairy tales, they want you submissive or dead. And, but, and it, you know, it's really important to get that right, though, because uh, they they want your they they want you dead, but they'll settle for your submission. That's and it's so accurate. Every everything that Michael Malice says is like really accurate if you dissect it, because they they want you dead. And you see them screaming at the sky, you know, that that famous, uh, the liberal screaming after Trump gets, ah, oh, yeah. you know, she's on the underneath and shit. <gasps> they want you, yes, they want you dead, but they'll settle for your submission. They want you dead if you'll let them kill you. Right. Or if you'll kill yourself, which in my opinion, when when I say kill yourself, it's it's when you water down your own message right. and, you, and you just, you, you speak their language, you speak in their terms. Right. 
they they want your submission because they can't kill you. You're dangerous. When you tell the truth, they cannot compete with you. They're so, going to they're going to keep the only, re- redefining definitions mm-hmm. as long as you let them. The exact the only way we lose is if you if if people do not tell the truth about what's going on. Right. Because they 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 just they can't they can't defeat you. I mean, look if you if you look at the history of mankind all throughout Oh, I mean, from from the Bible days, the default setting. I know if Matt Eriks is watching this, you might have some something to say about. It, but the default setting to humanity is liberty. We always kind of kind of swing back to this, to this, to 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 a freedom of the person. Then we'll go through wild phases where we'll have like I don't know what fifty million people killed by communism. Yeah. But then you'll, 100, you'll million, swing. 100, 100 million in the in the twentieth century. Right, but that these things can only they these kind of forces can only hold on for so long because they're exerting too much power over you right and they want you dead but they can't kill all of you right and once once they've exhausted their power then humanity swings back to what we're about about liberty about personal choice about freedom and and you know it, it could be some ugly things but it's our job who the people who know to kind of direct society in the way that we think that it should be but this this can't last right so don't don't fucking cave to these people, man. And, well, and I see think, them for what they are. I think something else that people need to remember, uh, you know, we're getting close to the end of the live stream here, but it's something, something that I really want people to remember and take away <laughs> is, you know, I think we forget that the the winners of war, uh, you know, that the, they're the heroes of the story. They get to write the history, you know, uh, whether that be a culture war, whether that be a proxy war, whether that be a, a, an actual ground battle war. I mean, the winner always writes the history. And so we go through this, you know, every 50 to 100 years, you know, a new generation reads the history and only reads what the winners want to tell them, you know, and we, we need to we need to uh, kind of have this continuance of of the truth and speak the truth. And if you stop doing that, if you submit to these people, if you let them dictate how you live and redefine definitions your grandchildren will not know the fight that you put up. They won't. They won't remember you for for being someone who uh, tried to tried to change culture, tried to win against tyrants. Um, you know, they'll just know what the what the winners wrote about you in the history books. So, really, that's that's important, you know, man. The crazier part of that is, even if you lose if you lose this battle, if you concede or whatever it is and your grandkids come and they'll never know what you actually thought because you didn't say it, your grandkids will eventually think this shit later on because people have a tendency to lean towards the truth. Right. So they're, they're, if, if we're not going to explain and articulate it to them uh, philosophically of what we think, they're going to think this shit anyway because the lies, lies can't last. And and the truth the truth will poke through. So you might as well just tell it now. Right. Like, don't wait. Just say you're true. I, I feel like we're preaching to the choir, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, you know, this this podcast does get out of the echo chamber sometimes, if you can believe that, man. It's uh, it's been pretty cool. The the uh, the audio portion, uh, which has been, I've been having problems with the anchor getting them uploaded for some reason. I don't know what's going on. I got two more episodes. I got to get uploaded over there. So, uh, if you guys listen to this, I'm sorry it's taken a while to get some of them up. Uh, we're getting, like I said, we're getting it into the public stream. Level zero. Thanks for being a member for two months today. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, he says, think Kyle is going to sue Biden. Uh, he insinuated it in his Tucker interview. Uh, and he also threw a $5 super chat. Thanks. Level zero said, glad you're back. Before we go, let's talk about this, dude. Look, Nick Sandman, what did Nick Sandman get? Like $250 million or something? Some fucking insane amount of money. Uh, yeah. I I think that will be peanuts compared to what Kyle Rittenhouse has coming to him. Do you think he'll sue the president? Um, I think he should. Oh, yeah. I think he will. I, you might as well. Yeah. Throw everything at the wall and see where it lands. I'm just, I'm just scared about where that kid is going to land because he's already well into, you know, CPAC land. And oh yeah, oh yeah. That. Sure. So it's like, like just by saying I support Black Lives Matter, it's like this is that milk toast bullshit. This is not the way the country is. If you, if you want to see a, a better country where you don't have to be in the street shooting pedophiles, right? That's not the way to get there. You need, you need bold messaging. But you know, let's see how it plays out. I think he should sue everybody. Everyone that can get his hands on. Even even the uh did you see the latest on the Tucker Carlson interview? He said uh 
his his lawyer Lynn Wood. That was the QAnon lawyer. I know. I know who Lynn Wood was. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 He was representing him in the beginning and he was he basically told him to stay in jail, like incarcerated for almost three months while he fundraised for his for his bail. And Lynn would raise it like a whole bunch of money. He's probably pocketing some of it. Oh, I'm sure. And he told he told Kyle, yeah, it's better to stay in jail than be at home. It's it's not as safe. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. He basically used that kid as a right wing political tool, as you know, as the left was politicizing all this about him. Oh, fucking sue just... that guy too, man. Okay. Sue him too. Yeah, sue sue everybody. <laughs> sue every. I would sue fucking Gage Grosswitz and his mama, whatever they got. I, I'd sue all, all yeah. every single one of them. I'd sue them all, dude. I'd sue me. I made that look at look at my profile picture. It's you, but I put my face on there. Fucking sue me too. Sue everybody. Yeah, just go just, crazy, yeah, bro. dude. I would too, bro. I just hope. <laughs> I hope that as he gets a little bit older, uh, I hope that he starts to realize where his causes lay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I really do. I, I hope so too. But if if you're like that deep into, see, immediately he should have he should have already been doubting the police because the reason his life is flipped upside down is just because the police didn't do the only job they should be doing. Right. The police shouldn't be fucking giving tickets for, uh, you know, jaywalking and crossing the street and all this other shit that they do. They're supposed to be there to protect private property, right? And protect people from violent crimes. If if we're gonna have police, that's what they need to do. They didn't do that, and this poor kid was out there, and he and he's the one who had to do it. Now he pays the price. Hey, Janae LeBlanc, thanks. Uh, I just want to say shout out to Janae LeBlanc for uh, becoming a, a supporter. Thank you very much. You, you know who that is? Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you see? <laughs> Dude, that was fun, bro. I was just like, I was like, yeah, finally top. <laughs> okay. So a while back, I was gonna have a guy on the show. We gotta we gotta tell the story real quick before we go. A while back, I was gonna have this fucking nerd on the show, right? Who came to me oh, and told man. me he started this caucus, and uh, and I was like, cool, man, yeah, we'll t- we'll have a show. It'll be a lot of fun. I you know I sent a picture to Top Lobster, I'm like, because Top draws everybody, hand draws everyone, and so he sends me the picture back. I'm like, oh, sweet, perfect, I love it. It's got like the Aloha background, you know. They're they're talking about how they were like Boog adjacent or supporters or whatever. I was like, this is gonna be great. And then he starts messaging me and Top Lobster, hey, can you add a mustache? I have a mustache now. And I'm like, oh, dude. yeah. And it was like, it was like a long message too. Yeah, it, it you know, the the best interaction that I've had from all of this, like the whole that whole thing, Tyler Janky, uh, he he quote tweeted Yon- me and he that's, said, "It's Yankee, thank you, Yankee, whatever, yeah. fucking Tyler." But <laughs> he said, he said, the only thing that I'm getting out of this is that I could have I could have requested an edit on my, <laughs> my photo. <laughs> it's like you bitch. Yeah, no shit. Well, the funny thing was. You, we didn't yeah. even edit it. No, I, I see. Here's the thing: if, if his you're friend on the show, added a mustache to your picture, which is hilarious, hilarious. I mean, he should have just ran with it. But if you're coming on the show and I like do fuck up your your picture, I'll edit it for you. But it's just the way this guy was like, I don't know. The way he was saying it is like he's, he's he messaged me first. He said this isn't how I currently look, and then he sent me a picture of him, and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Well, this, he no, had, this is crazy. well, he had some friend reach out to you about it too, and was like, "Let me talk. Could I, would it be okay if we got you know?" It's like, dude, just shut the fuck up, man. Like, like I, I didn't even know who the guy was, and I was gonna have him on the show, and it was like that immediately soured my taste in him. But now, so I found out that he kind of did some shady things. There was some 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 drama going on back and forth. So I was like, look, as long as this drama's going on, I'm not gonna have this fucking guy on my show. You know what I mean? Like, I because I'm not. I, you know, I haven't vetted him that well. I don't really know what's going on, and I'm not going to have him on my show if he's, you know, if there's drama going on. You guys got to work that shit out, and we'll talk about it later. So I emailed him, and I told him, you know, some shit came up. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to do the show. We, we'll try to reschedule some time out, you know. And uh, he sent me some long ass email back, like, I understand why you're not having me on, uh, and and somebody reached out to you, and I'm like, look, it's not even that. Like, I don't even care. I'm just not going to have the drama on my show. You know what I mean? Like it, too long. Yeah, too long. Didn't read. Yeah, TLDR, dog. Like, calm down. I, I just, it's, it's drama that I don't want to bring onto the show. I, I, I'm friends with Janae. Yeah. I've been friends with her for a long time. And if she's telling me you did something fucking stupid, then I'm not gonna have you on my show. I mean, that's, that's it. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, uh, so, and this so, whole thing. But then, what, what did this, he this, say to you just recently? Because it was fucking hilarious, dude. Oh yeah, right. So, so I said. uh I, I it was about the BLM stuff and I had tagged Spike Cohen and I said Spike Cohen you know like you know 
I like him, but here's this L. Hold this L. There it is. Yeah. Right there. And he and he just like commented in the middle of the night, like something like, Oh, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So I was like, I woke up in the morning and it was like it's six in the morning and I'm going to work and I saw I was like, who the fuck is that? And then I look because it was from the new caucus that he has, but I remember the whole thing. So I clicked on it, I did some research, and I was like, same, this is the same motherfucker. Yeah. So I said, and I was very nice. I quote tweeted and I said, <laughs> that was, I said, hey. New York nice though. New York nice. In New York. Are you sure you want to do this, buddy? And then he continued. <laughs> you can go back and look at the tweet. I said, you sure you want to do this? And he, and he just continued to fucking say bullshit about me. So I was like, all right, boom. And I wrote my first and only Twitter thread. And I was like, just fucking nuke. I, t- I text you. I was like, I'm about to nuke this guy. Yeah. But you, you were suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning. So I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm like over here fucking dying and shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm literally going to die, dude. He's this got sucks. oxygen. I'm like, do it, bro. I'm like, good job, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking you're killing him, dude. I hopped on there, too, because I, I saw him say something about, you're just a shitty drawer, shitty artist that can't draw. You don't do anything for me. <laughs> I was like, how fucking dare you speak to Top Lobster? Like, do you remember the shit I the screenshot I at you I'm like, yeah, hey, who yeah, the fuck yeah. are you who even cares about you what the, this, he's the most beloved artist in the movement what are you talking about you know yeah i'm like i'm because i'm the only one ludwig von mises pieces i any chance i get shot oh, yeah. that motherfucker yeah up. he's cool yeah, shit and too, man. a couple other good yeah he, he's dope but yeah I was like, if there was any other the clothing hell? people that i would support it would be it would be ludwig von mises pieces and uh jeff on trombone trombone i love those guys man both of them so yeah jeff on jeff on accordion accordion yeah. that's they what i said yeah but i i, I yeah. was thinking you know, in my head it was rusty trombone and then you know <laughs> so maybe, maybe he needs to change his name <laughs> <laughs> jeff on trombone no it's jeff on accordion and i'd like to shout out his uh his website but i don't remember what it is right now so i have to go uh, check it out I hate roads. I hate. Is it the, I hate roads? I hate road. Something like that. Man, yeah. something like or fuck the roads. But I think his his at is not Jeff on accordion because he got suspended. So yeah, <laughs> he yeah. yeah, he's starting all over again. I know that feeling, man. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, man, what what do you got coming up, Top? What's next for you, brother? Oh uh, man, what's I don't know. Maybe if we uh, maybe we could jump in on the Tower Power Hour <laughs> if they're still going. I don't know. Nothing. Nothing really. Uh, you can you can get me. You can see my shit at toplobster.com. Oh, I put up a line of ugly Christmas sweaters and they're they're selling pretty good. So if you want to go check that out, if you want to buy them, buy them. But you have until December 5th. That's like that's the cutoff from when they can mail them to you for Christmas. Right. So I'm going to have them up. I'll probably have them up available up until Christmas. Then I'm going to take them down. Just a limited run of that stuff. And it's. Yeah, that's really nice. That's the thing about that's the thing about toplops.com. Like the shit that is quality, the the the. The artistry is amazing, but it will take for fucking ever to get your shit. <laughs> Sorry, forever, <laughs> <It's>, dude. <laughs> it comes from London. See, like this is a this is like a top lobby. So it's like all sublimated, all down the sleeves and all that stuff. But the company from London does the best job of yep. all the companies that I've worked with. So that's who I'm just I'm sticking with them. And it takes a little longer, but you know your shit will last and it's, it'll be good. It's quality. I, I also got these for sale, like actual physical stickers, so you could. I'll, I'll dox myself when I send them to you, but uh, these were supposed to be at the Tom Woods 2000. Uh, that's like the Lewis Ling yeah. one. This is a, I don't have that many of these, but these are pretty cool. Oh that's yeah. The, I got to get one of the Tom Woods. Tom ones, Woods. Yeah. I got, I'll send you some. Yeah. These are like holographic and I have a couple of other kinds. So you can DM me and I'll, I'll mail them to you via snail mail because I don't really know what to do with them. <laughs> yeah, just, I ordered them. I was supposed to be giving them out and they didn't, they didn't show up in time for the event. So bro, just put your return you know. address as like the newer, uh, fucking airport or something, dude. <laughs> 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 well, brother, uh, you know, you know, I love you to death, man. You're, you're one of my favorite people in the world. If you could just give me like a couple minutes to close out the stream, we'll, we'll hit the members only stream. Dope. All right, brother. All right. Oh, what the- here we go. All right, guys. Another awesome episode of Break Cycle with my good friend and partner, uh, TopLobster.com. Definitely go check him out. Support his work, man. He he uh, he is selfless, and he puts in a lot of effort and does a lot of work for all kinds of great causes, uh, not just my show. He also works with Odyssey, of course, and uh, he's just doing drawings for Tower Power Hour and all kinds of people. He puts out all the clothes. and Just support the man, man, really, seriously. And if you want a discount, go to TopLobster.com. And use BTC at checkout for 10% off. 
you know, if you're buying lots of top lops of gear using BTC, that actually, I don't take a cut from that link. You just get a, a discount. Top lops gets paid. Everyone's happy. Seriously because he does more work for the show than I do. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but if you do want to support me and also support Top Lobster, you can check out my Patreon and my Subscribestar at Patreon or Subscribestar backslash BreakTheCycleJS, uh, and you get into a private Discord server uh, where you can get all of Top Lobster's new gear up to two weeks before it goes out to the general public at like a 30% discount. Uh, really, I mean, deep discounts, man. So you're getting all his new gear pretty cheap. It's really worth it. Uh, if you join the... Uh, YouTube channel here, uh, please email me at joshua.breakthecycle at gmail.com so that I can get you into the Discord server because I want you guys to get in there too and, and be a part of that community. And uh, the Patreon and the Subscribe Star automatically uh, get you in there. It automatically gives you a one-time use link to join the Discord. And YouTube does not do so. So hit me up uh, so I can get you in. Of course, check out our executive producers, anthemplanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at. Much cheaper and much more efficiently. Seriously, if you own a business, if you know somebody who owns a business, if you got a family member that owns a business, hit them up. Check out Anthem Planning. It's worth it. I promise you. You guys are missing out. Uh, I don't know what's coming up tomorrow. I may have a solo show. I may not. Uh, if I don't, there will be a guest. Top Lobster will be the first to know, hopefully. Uh, but we will see you uh, tomorrow. No, ma no matter what, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, but until then, don't forget to break the cycle. to explain the lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse of the frame but i just spent it in minecraft the helicopter part was in reference to gta 5 and the things you do so any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just spent it in minecraft what temper is my friend and he's constantly cold accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You're nothing, I mean, you know it No product is getting close